My ducklings went from little peeping yellow fluff balls to big white ducks seemingly overnight. They were the same age as the Wanadot chicks, which made their rapid growth even more astonishing. When the ducks were full size, their young chicken friends were still tiny, just fist-sized. The accidental farm is a mile a minute. Even now, when the early days of winter are slowing everything down a little, Today, I cleaned the stalls, moved the frozen pumpkins to the manure pile, and thought about how lucky it would be for them to grow into wild pumpkin vines next summer. I am glad you're here. The farm is somehow not the same without you, without another story coming to the fore. Six ducks. Six ducks as one. One mind, one direction, one agenda. It is funny how the animals of one species on the farm hang out together, especially the ducks. I think they are insecure, not so much seeking each other for the best company, but sticking together because they are unsure or worried. The goats travel in a pack, the donkeys pair up, but the ducks need to be together. Six ducks might as well be one duck. Of course, Each duck has something unique about it. One is duck-footed, or maybe pigeon-toed, with its right foot turning in just a bit. One has a bulbous forehead. Another one, a straight bridge between the eyes right down the bill, while the others have more of a slope. And the colors of their bills, three orange, and three a yellowish lavender. More differences will emerge as they grow. The first one I noticed was that the smaller ducks, the ones I thought were the drakes, would chase the bigger females around the yard, bobbing their heads up and down, up and down. It was doting. It was persistent. It was begging. For attention. For attachment, maybe. Walking in the barnyard, one big duck in the lead, another one following behind, bobbing his head up and down. In the realm of birds, I am used to the male birds having elegant plumage. The wild turkeys put on a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade kind of show for their hens, with the tail feathers all spread out and impressive. Even the red-winged blackbirds in the spring are flashing their barred wings at their dull-looking mates. And the roosters? You know I've had my fair share of ruse. They were gorgeous, and even as bantams courted the bigger, full-sized hens amorously. It made sense to me that the males were chasing the females around the yard, craning their necks and killing softly at the big bottom females. Went on all day, at the water trough, in the coop, in the yard, at the feed bin, incessant. And while my chicken babies, the same age as the ducks within a few days, had barely sprouted even the beginning of their adult feathers, the ducks were already flirting their tail feathers off. No eggs yet, but I had a feeling those weren't far behind. As it turns out, the bigger, less flirty ducks were the drakes, the males, and the smaller, shamelessly flirty ones were the female ducks. Live and learn. Beacon ducks, it turns out, do not follow the patterns of other bird species. There's so much more to this duck story, but this is where it all started. Big and flirty. 
Thanks for being here on the accidental farm with me. The ducks were peacefully laying in the barnyard today when I went up for dinner time. Duck life is calmer here now. More on that soon. If you are enjoying the Accidental Farm podcast, share it with a friend or head over to Apple Podcasts or the link in my Instagram bio at xoxofarmgirl to give it a flirty review. The real culprits of flirtation, the female ducks and I, would so appreciate your observations, and the more detailed they are, the more meaningful they will be to new and potential listeners. Thank you so much for your help. Until tomorrow. Until tomorrow.